What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Adiola, also known as the Beyonce stan, because her birthday just passed, so we have to shout out the queen. We have to. We have to. It's your boy, Kyrie, your go-to sports know-it-all, and we're ready to get back into the swing of things. So, Kyrie, did you hear we might be getting another Stimmy? You know, I definitely did hear, and you know, if that if that Stimmy comes in, I'm definitely on my way to the mall. Listen, I'm on my way to the mall, getting them homecoming fits, but we can get into that a little bit later. So let's start the show. The amount of swag is just limitless. Like, the things that these young people can do. What's up, everybody? We're coming at you live from the yard. That's right, with the realest, illest, and trillest conversations on all things HBCU culture. So let's get into this campus and world news. HBCU bands have been getting more recognition as they should. You know, we've been seeing a lot of um, buzz go around with battles with bands. We've seen them at the U.S. Open. We've been seeing them go viral online. Like, are they just now getting onto the wave that Black bands have always been it? I mean... Like just go, just go to a football game. That's how you gotta do. Go to a football game. They get to play in neck. Come on, okay. Like, have they not watched Drumline? They should have been known since Drumline came out that black bands is where it acts. But my question is, who has the best band? Like, what, in your opinion, who do you think really be going ham on them instruments? You know what? In my opinion, of course, the Howard University. We'll always have the best band. But it's crazy because everybody, my mom says she went to FAMU. Mm-hmm. So my mom, of course, says FAMU's the best band. And I really feel like everybody just says they're the best band from wherever they're from. You know, I feel like everybody says that, but like, let's be real. Let's be real. And I hope no one's going to come at me, but there's something about them Southern bands. Like, I love my school, but Southern bands just do something else. Like, honestly, and NCAT. NCAT recently was um, viral for their um, meeting in my bedroom. So, like, they did that. I love, I just love me an HBCU band because they do what needs to be done. Like, my soul is always filled up. I'm telling you, regardless, like, they always got the sauce. Like, yeah, it's, it's the seasoning. It's, it's the it's seasoning. Just, it's definitely. It's, it's what they add. It's what they add to the pot. Yeah, but talking about the South Coast and the East Coast, like all those hurricanes are currently ripping through the East Coast. And I know we don't really deal with all of that on this side. So it's been new, but like New York flooding, that was different. That, that was, was crazy. Different. Like I was on, seeing videos of like the subway, like people trying to take that, you know, cars mm-hmm. like fully underwater, New Jersey too. Yeah. And like even in DC, like they had some flood warnings and it was like pouring a little while, but yep. I didn't like, know I all saw- this was going to come. I saw rats like synchronized swimming in the flood, which was like, wow, this is so New York. Like, you know what it is, of baby. Of course, a rat would <laughs> be synchronized swimming in the flood. Like, really? Is this what we're going to do? But honestly, it's like, how can we even focus on work and like all these other things going on in life when the world is literally ending right before our eyes? Like, it ain't never did that before. So something's going on. It's, it's yeah, Some, something's got to shake. Something's got to shake. Um, but also another thing that we just have been seeing an increase of, and it's not really a good thing is high school seeing an all time high of records being of guns being brought to school. And I feel like I just saw the other day that the Sandy Hook kids would have been attending high school now this year. That's and it's crazy. so sad. Like 
it's so sad to understand that these people's lives are just being taken by um, these reckless gun laws, just allowing people to carry whatever they want, whenever they want. Like, it's just not okay. And like the ages, like these are students, like they were saying over like the last week, the last month, like they had a case in Ohio, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, North Carolina, Texas, mm-hmm. they were saying DC, like it's crazy. And that stuff really needs to stop because, you know, like really nothing good will really come from it. Nothing good. Have you ever like, I know back in my high school, like we always had those, um, if a intruder came in with the gun, like we would have to like, you know, practice about how we would operate. Like, have you ever had a situation like that where you had to plan? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. We actually, you know, there was always those drills, but in high school, we actually have one where, um, I guess that a student brought a gun to the school and it was all like crazy because, you know, you never really know if it's a drill or not. Yeah. Everybody's like not taking it serious maybe at first, but then it got kind of serious. But, you know, just like coming with that is definitely, you know, crazy once you really get into the situation. So hopefully, you know, it all kind of calms back down and people yeah. can start making, you know, legislation and laws to put, you know, to put them all away. Yeah. And also talking about students, um, Kendrick Johnson, who was the black student who was found rolled up in a gym mat and nothing was done about his case. His case has now been reopened. And I'm just happy that, you know, we're finally looking into these things. We're always put in situations where black people's lives are just treated like they're nothing. We never get to see work being done towards actively figuring out what happened to them and giving them the justice they deserve. So like this was way back in like 2013 and it was super you know a super suspicious situation and the story you know all the stuff wasn't adding up and it's just like yeah it's definitely something that needs to be you know at least looked into and like you know Mm -hmm. just show that like you guys actually care about us Mm -hmm. like how do you just do nothing about that like does that not click in your head that this is definitely something you should look into oh for sure yeah i really hope you know start stuff starts switching up and like you're saying you know kind of going with that um the indictment of the officers for Elijah McClain, you know, that also came out this week yeah. with, um, you know, they're actually charging two paramedics and also three officers. So, you know, we're finally, you know, nice to get some justice, but yeah, um, still a lot of work to be done. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the noise from the pandemic summer, like really calls people to really look into these cases. Like these are not things we should just let be letting slide because if they were white, y'all would have been on top of it the day it happened. So let's make something shake. Let's give them the justice they deserve and let's try to continue to move forward and um, just live in unity. I'm tired of it. I really am tired of it. So hopefully they get the justice they deserve. So praying for those cases and hoping that they get everything that they deserve. But also, Texas. Texas are going crazy. Going crazy with these new laws. You know, the new abortion laws. Also, taking out the study of um, MLK, Rosa Parks, like, all those things. And even when I was up there, I saw on the news that they said that if they try to, like, if a teacher tries to mandate masks, like, the teacher could get fired. Like, Texas. Texas. Like, what are y'all doing? Are they going crazy? And COVID going crazy? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm telling you sometimes, like Texas really think they're their own little, their own little country that can do whatever. Exactly. Somebody's saying they want to go back in time and stuff. I'm like, man. At this point, like Texas don't even think they're a part of the U.S. anymore. Like they're a whole nother, like a whole nother place. Like not gonna lie. I don't know if you catch me living in Texas with all that happening. They got, they got, they got too much going on, too much drama. It's not, it's not, I'm not for it. Yeah. They got a lot going on. People still going there because the houses are cheap. So <laughs> let's just. I'm like, I don't want to live there, but like the housing is cheap. So um, <clears throat> make something shake before I come up there if I have to. You know, that new stimulus check, 
you know, you can maybe you can maybe go a little further with it. Okay. With that, you I know, living in Texas, so you know, I don't know. Exactly. With that new stimulus, I'm gonna purchase the whole McDonald's franchise. I'm gonna purchase any franchise I want because that stimulus is gonna come in handy. Okay. I'm telling you. But with that new stimulus check, I'm hoping I can use it towards homecoming because Morehouse already announced that they're shutting down their homecoming. I'm a little nervous that other HBCU is about to follow suit. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle that. Like we've talked about homecoming being such a huge thing already. And if it goes virtual again, and for my senior year, I don't know how I feel. I really don't know. It'll really be a sad case. Like I know, see, the thing is like the school might say they're not having homecoming, but I'm already knowing like, People still go to have big homecomings. Like they they're gonna find a way. They're gonna find someone's parking lot. If there's one thing black people gonna do, they're gonna find a way. I'll tell exactly. They're gonna find a way. <laughs> Yo, have you heard about the new Cross Colors collection? I heard they have a new HBCU collection coming. That's the one, friend. They really represent the culture, okay? And we love to see it. Big facts. Make sure y'all check out crosscolors.com for the new fire looks you need for this fall. Or you can find them at your nearby Nordstrom, Foot Locker, Foot Action, Champs, or Zoomies. So let's get back into the show with pop culture. And you can't talk about pop culture and not bring Drake up in the conversation. Drake finally released Certified Lover Boy. Are we feeling it? Is it living up to the hype? Oh, we're feeling it. It's mm-hmm. giving, it's definitely giving take care too. It's 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 giving mm-hmm. what it's supposed to give. Like he, he really did not miss. Like, I have been actively streaming and will continue. As you should. The amount of people I've already seen using lyrics as their um, captions is ridiculous. Like, Drake's power? Drake's power over these people? It's kind of crazy. Like, But so far, what is your favorite song off the album? Ooh. You know, I like the intro. Okay. I'm, I'm a person like Drake. Drake has some nice intros and outros, but, like, he, he was he was going like and that was a long song too. It had a little it was. a little beat switch in it too. Like those those are my Drake songs. I like like I I will say people who know me. I've been a Drake fan for a while since the mm-hmm. since the so far gone. Thank be later. Like if he, if the he, people he, were he able to see the back. light, if they were people were able to see the light that just came up in your eyes when you said Drake Drake. Like that's Drake. what I saw. That's exactly what I saw. So I Drake. knew you were a fan. Like I knew that's your that's your boy. That's my boy. <laughs> I think my favorite song would definitely have to be Yeba's Heartbreak. Let me tell y'all something. I've been rocking with Yeba. Don't, for everybody who's Ooh. posting her on the story, don't do that because she's been here. She's been here and I've been a fan. Yeba girl, I've been with you. Um, and Yeba's Heartbreak was something beautiful. And I'm just happy that Drake kind of like brought her into the lime, like the limelight. Like she definitely deserved it. And she ate, she did what she needed to do. You're right. Like I was listening to that. I was like, like who what what is i was like okay mm-hmm. okay you said who was this was definitely a vibe definitely a vibe yeah she said who was this i'm here to stay <laughs> i'm here to stay shaking tables um also some great news that happened over the weekend well not really great news but something very very important society is beyonce's birthday <laughs> let's just moment for the team a moment for the team there you go. There's her moment. Beyonce is just an amazing person. She's 40, but she don't look a day over 20. Um, I saw something on Twitter that went viral and it was talking about how um, it like had one of her news segments that she had and recorded like everything she wanted to do before 40. When I say sis been on the grind, like everything she said she wants to accomplish before 40, before 40, she did it. 
she did. If that's not inspiration, I don't know what is. Like, I'm over here, like, let me take some notes because <laughs> I'm trying to be a mom, Beyonce vibe. Like, I need to. Like, like, I don't know what's in the water she be drinking, but I'm trying to get some of that. I will tell you that. I don't even know if we're going to be able to afford it, though. Oh, probably not. Can we afford her water? We can afford the thought of it. Exactly. I, even that is a little expensive. Okay? Right. Even that's giving a little price. That's good. That's good in my pockets, my mental pockets. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, her, you know, she's definitely been running the game for, you know, years and years. And now the new face, as well as Jay-Z of Tiffany Co., you know, the new yeah. campaign, like, stay winning. You stay know, keep, keep living life and carrying the culture. Come on. Yeah, we are here for it. We are here for it. So leading into that, let's talk about these rappers' girlfriends getting more attention than the rappers themselves. Low-key, I'm here for it. You know, I'm all for the woman empowerment. Let me Let me see everybody, all the females on screen. Like, I love that. You know, we got Dirk in India, G-Hobra and Taina, ASAP and Free. You know, it's, it's crazy. Like, you definitely see it that they definitely get more. Um, I don't even know what it is, but they definitely get more more press. They definitely get more press, more attention. And sometimes I wonder, like, but what are they actually doing? Like, ASAP and Rihanna, like, we know Rihanna. She been that girl. She don't need no man. But for everybody else, like, before, you know, they started dating these rappers, we didn't really know them. But now they're get like they dated them or they are not dating them or they're on and off. And now we're seeing them more and more on the screen. But like, what are they actually contributing to society? Like, what are they actually doing? But you know what? I'm also here for it still. So I'm fine with that. Always here for it. But what is your opinion on cancel culture? I feel like this conversation comes up a lot in the media. In my opinion, is cancel culture does not exist. Because once somebody does one thing back in the good graces of people, we canceled who again? Oh, no, no, no. They're good. They're good. Like, who decides that? I would definitely say, especially Black people. Black people are very, and I feel like it's generational, too. Like, mm-hmm. R. Kelly, um, you know, the baby, um, yeah. Corey Lanes, like, people like that. You know, there's definitely a lot of people that, you know, still mess with all those people. And there's definitely, I feel like there's a threshold sometimes, though. Yeah. Of, like, cancel, like. Like, you'd be canceled by, like, 90% of people, then you're definitely in the wrong. Like, I feel like there's a line. I feel like 10% of people who are canceled actually stay canceled. Like, to be honest, like, when Daniel Caesar said all that stuff, nobody was streaming Caesar Salad. Nobody was streaming him. And so I feel like you have to really say something. Like, really say something that is just not okay in order for you to be canceled. But even at that, like, Daniel Caesar then popped up on Peaches. So it's like, mm, who do we really cancel and how do you cancel somebody? Or should we start educating people more instead of canceling them? Just a conversation, just a thought. Right there. That's thought. what they're saying they did with um the baby, you know, they had a little sit down conversation with him. So hopefully, you know, from now he has more awareness and, you know, kind of see those people from that point of view and, you know, as a better human being. Yeah, I'm a side eye. I'm a side eye that one. We'll but see. even... Even with cancel culture, like TikTok's influence on Gen Z has really brought upon like cancel culture, but even so more like so much more other things like just like now you see people at parties doing TikTok dances like y'all were never doing that before. Never doing that. TikTok's influence on y'all has been quite impeccable. And TikTok's influence comes from. Black people. Message. OK. All the dances, That's- all everything, all the content on there. They had a little. um a little strike from like other black creators, you know, a little mm-hmm. while ago, because, you know, everybody just copying their stuff and they would get like no credit and everybody else, all the white people would get like millions of views and yeah. likes from it. So 
I'm talking about like we just um, I was watching earlier today, like the D'Amelio's new show. And now they have a reality TV show off of the dances that black people created. Where, where are the black people show at? Where is their show? So it's just really interesting to see how TikTok has like a huge influence. A huge influence is made by black people. But it's like, are the black people really reaping the benefits off of their influence on this app? And it's always been like that. Like black people have influenced the whole world. Like every generation, everything popping has always started from black people. But do we get our credit? No. No. I mean, it's called the culture for a reason. The culture. Not everybody can dip in it and do what we do. Um, Also... Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert have a new show, but honestly, it needs to be the Junie show starring Tiana and Iman. Because Junie, if I don't have a child with Junie's energy, I don't know what I'm going to do. Junie is hilarious. Have you ever watched their show? I have not, but I have seen a few clips of it, though. Yeah. I'm talking about if you want entertainment, watch it. Indulge, like take some time, get some popcorn and sit because Junie is going to have you on the floor. You know, it's really just like, Cool to see like a show like that, you know, just surrounding their, you know, their daily life and their family. You know, I'm at, I don't watch a lot of shows, but I definitely I'm definitely going to have to tune in. Exactly. And it's a black family like we have to support just genuine black love on screen. We really we don't get that a lot. But whenever I do, I'm always sure to make sure we support it. We have to. You love to see it. That's that's really how I'm trying to be. Ooh. Kyrie, you say that's how you're trying to be. That's how I'm trying to be. You know, speaking of love. Now, if you took yourself a little vacation, would you would you go try to swim with some sharks? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that for nobody. Nobody. Ain't no love strong enough for me to do that. It's nothing. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I feel like it'd be a little fun if they were small sharks. You know, they got the little small ones that are I've like all mini and stuff. That are... I've never seen a little mini shark. I've never. Okay. All I've seen is like the ones that be ripping people's heads off, arms off. I'm not, that's not for me. I'm sorry. I don't know if they do that over there, but for me and my folk, mm-mm. we like, don't swim Like sharks. the ones where they be in a cage and stuff. And they, yeah, no. The great white sharks, the, the tiger sharks, all those sharks, you know. Where, where is the fun in that? I mean, you probably won't find people who look like me doing that, but hey. Exactly. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Well, we just finished talking about sharks. You know, sharks are the beast of the sea, but who would be some beast in the studio together? Who is your dream collab, like dead or alive? Like, who are you thinking? Who are you picking? You know, ever since, like, I really started listening to music, I really feel like the coldest collab album would be Kendrick and Cole. Okay. I mean, them on Forbidden Fruit. Is imagine an album, an album, all that, you know, mm-hmm. 12, 14 songs, 12, 14 tracks, you know, that, that'd be the one for me. That'd be, that'd be the undefeated album. I feel like Kendrick and Cole are both some like deep thinking artists. I would probably be sitting in my room analyzing those lyrics for a whole year. Like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Like I, the way that I would be going in listening to that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be fire. Personally for me, because we always have this conversation, like, who's the better performer? Let's see. Let's see it. I would love to see Michael Jackson and Beyonce. I would love to see that collab. I I wish we could. I feel like if you were still alive today, we would, would have definitely gotten it. Um, but I think that's something that people deserve to see. I would have loved to see it. You know what? I was really thinking about it, and I might want that one better than this one. 
doing that picked. I'm not gonna lie. See? You see, I, I know, I know what the people want. I do know what the people what want. The people want. <laughs> Did you hear about the first week of HBCU football? Yeah, I heard about that last week on HBCU game day. Okay, well, have you heard about Duke and UNC Chapel Hill playing HBCUs? Yep, HBCU game day told me about that yesterday. Why are you so late? Because why would I look at those when the shade room is right here? Ma'am, get it together. HBCU game day is created just for HBCU news. There's nothing topping that. If you say so, how can I access it? You can access everything online at hbcugameday.com. Now moving into athletics, Winston-Salem State University sophomore Raja Karuth becomes the first driver to sign a new Xfinity NASCAR team in 2021. Wow, I truly love to hear this. I feel like we don't see enough Black people in NASCAR, so to know that he is the first driver to sign, like, a round of applause for the Black excellence. A round of applause for it. I got people that are winning for it. And how young? He is like a, he's younger than me. My thing is, he's about to be balancing classes and um, be on the NASCAR team. Like, is he? Are they going to allow him to miss class because he got some stuff to do with cars? You know, are they, they going to let that happen? They better. I hope because he represents for the culture. Okay, culture. I'm who definitely going to watch too. I'm, de- I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to keep my eyes peeled. Exactly. Who needs to take a test when you're pushing the culture forward? That's enough. Message. That's enough. <laughs> when you're pushing the culture and pushing the whip. Okay. Okay. And he is. And he is. Um, so do you think the Lakers have a chance at winning a ring? You know, people people were making fun of him. They're calling him first team all nursing home because <laughs> their average team age is like probably like 35. Like they got a bunch of old heads on their team where everybody else running around there, you know, 23, 24. Nice. And they up about to be in their 40s. But you know. I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited to see how this dynamic's gonna work. I definitely want to see crazy. how they go up against other teams, but what are you, you know, doing? I think, I think like, they do have a good chance. Right, they're gonna show up. Like, have you ever watched? Oh my gosh, what is that show with? Um, I think his name was Lil Trail. Like, they all act like acting like grandpas and like old people oh, yeah. basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, they they did what they needed to do. So don't play the Lakers. They might come right. and surprise y'all with their average. They said we've been in the game. We're gonna school y'all, okay? School in life like life. Beyonce did. Real life, Uncle Drew it up. Yep. Uncle Drew, that was, yep, that was it. That was it. But, you know, transitioning within basketball, um, you know, women have been dunking in games now. Like, the girls are not playing. I don't I know see, why. I see some crazy videos of them not even just throwing down regular dunks, but, like, on people, windmilling. Like, it's been pretty crazy. I don't know why people act like women can't do what a man does even better. I really don't know why you guys act like that. Like, we've been new this. Women can dunk on anybody. They are, we, we are just some magical beings. And I feel like um, y'all be playing us. And so I'm happy they really are showing you guys on the court that we are not to be played with. So don't play with women. Don't play with the NBA. And they deserve to have more hype too. Like they deserve just as much as the NBA. Like even though they don't get maybe as much, um, you know, audience views or whatever, like they do some things that deserve y'all views. Y'all think NBA is popping? Please welcome to the NBA. You don't know this real. I'm telling you, I've seen some, I've seen some true hoopers just as much as, you know, the boys have in college and NBA, like it's crazy. They definitely have, definitely have just the same talent. Exactly. But moving on to our next, another section, HBCU Confessions. This is HBCU Confessions for episode two. So let's look around, see what we got going on. Let's see what we got. Ooh, 
<clears throat> okay, let me read this one off. I love my girlfriend and she loves me too, but I hate the fact that she's kind of dumb when it comes to financial literacy and she doesn't actively manage her life unless I'm doing it. I low-key want to leave her for a girl that's smart. <gasps> what should I do, fam, you? You know what? It's, it's really not that deep, my boy. It's not. My boy, you got a teacher. Come on. Exactly. You, say you know so much. You just, you just got to spit the knowledge. You got to spread the knowledge. Like, come on. So my thing is you'd rather leave her than educate and help her out for a girl that's more is smart smartness is subjective intelligence is subjective it's not but, that man's job i mean it definitely it i mean it's not his job but it's something he could definitely help with i will say that he could help out with it and for anybody who has to say that's not his job if you truly love her you would help her out and educate her in the area she is lacking you would so I say do not leave her, help her out with financial literacy. Not everybody also has been afforded the chance to understand financial literacy. We talked about it in the last episode. Not everybody knows what that is. So it's not like it's something so absurd that she doesn't know it. So I would say just teach her, educate her, give her some Google links and you'll be good. And I would say like, it's definitely not something to break up over. Um, you know, maybe if you tried it, tried already, give her a few chances. But even then, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I say stick with it. Stick with her and just educate her. But that is it for our HBCU confessions on this episode. Tune in every week to hear what your favorite HBCU students have to confess. So now before we close out, we want to leave you all with a major key to success. This week we have time management. I'll be honest, I am not the best person at managing my time. I've gotten much, much better recently, but it's just not always been an easy thing for me to do. Like, I need to learn how to prioritize. You know what? I'm actually going to say that's my biggest weakness. Mm. So how do you hope to get better with time management? Like, what do you do? You know what? I really feel like it starts with having a planner. That's a big Mm. key. Yeah. And then out, not just like the responsibilities and like work and like stuff you don't want to do, but like your whole day, like high key, like even the good things you want to do, you know, taking time for that, you know, hoping not only with, um, you know, stuff you got to do, but like your mental health and all that, just like, yeah. plan, you know, just plan out, plan it your whole day. Yeah. I think something that's helped me with time management, and this is a little, you know, a little hack that you guys can also do. I get very colorful post-it notes and I put like assignments that I need to do in bold. And I put them all over my laptop because every single time I open my laptop, I'll see that I want this post-it note to be off my laptop. But in order to do that, I need to cross off something. So I, you know, put my assignments in order of priority, what's most important. And once I knock them off, crumple it up, rip it up and throw it in the trash. And there it goes. And honestly, it's really satisfying, like ripping up that post-it note, knowing that you did what you needed to do that week. Very satisfying feeling. So I definitely recommend that to y'all. So we are, we hope you are able to apply this to your life. And make it a daily routine to be the best version of you. Well, the time has come, folks. Yes, indeed. Make sure that you tune in next week for the culture. H-H-H, Beast T. You, 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 you know... We are out. Today.